This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, my homies? Welcome to Women of Impact. I'm Lisa Billy, and today I've got an amazing Instagram live to kick off the new year into freaking gear. But only if you're ready. Guys, only if you're actually ready to drown out the naysayers, crank up the confidence, and step in to your best freaking badass year ever. In the next 30 minutes, you're going to find out how to play a game I call No PS, What Would It Take? You're going to love it. And you'll learn exactly the strategies I've used to pull myself up, show up, and do the damn thing. So if you're ready to get super freaking energized, stay tuned. And guys, if you actually want to join me on these IG lives, then come over, follow me at Lisa Billu on Instagram, and you'll get the notifications that you need in order to join me and ask your questions. And without further ado, let's dive in to this epic episode that's going to change your year starting now. I'm asking questions, so drop them in. I'm here and ready. I just wanted to start off with a little bit of a tip. So once you, uh, and I totally lost my train of thought because I was actually just uh, talking to you guys, but um, yeah, complete. Oh, it's about, about the shit. So I play a game with my husband called No BS, What Would It So anytime you have a problem, you ask yourself, No BS, What Would It Now, what this does is it takes you out mode and it puts you into shit. But because I, I'm a panicker. The reason why Tom and I actually work really well is he's really cool, calm, collected, he has vision. And I'm the like the flicker, the, the energizer bunny that gets stuff done. And so when that happens, I sometimes would go into panic. Now that doesn't solve anything. I've just learned in life panicking doesn't solve anything. So when I play no BS game, it pulls me immediately out of the panic that I'm naturally going to fall into because of my personality. And it pushes me into action. And so when I start taking action, it then um, gives me the, the tools to be able to then adjust and pivot whatever I'm doing. So instance today with this IG live, I'm in a random room in the house with a greenery behind me. Kids are playing well, like my badass superheroes, but the hubby took priority today. So he's got Wi-Fi. And so I'm on the extreme Wi-Fi. But anyway, that's just one tip, guys, on right now, whatever you're struggling with, think you can't do it, Based on the struggle in 2024, play no BS. What would it actually take to do? What would it actually take to get to my goal? What would it actually take to fill in the blank? All right. Well, I just started with that because I was in a random room and was a little shaded and but just solved it. So there you go. Um, okay. I want to get all the questions, guys. It's 2024. What are you struggling with? You want to grow? What do you want to gain? Why do you care on this IG life? What do you want to learn? I am here for all of it. So drop your question in the little question box at the bottom, and I am here to answer it. 
Um, and I just a question, a comment from Alicia. Hubby and I are exactly the same as you guys. I'm the panicky one. He says he stays quiet and finds solutions. Yeah, and look, I also think that that dynamic actually really works sometimes if you can communicate where you're coming. So me and my husband are actually sometimes very different, very different, but with great, great communicating. You know, when it's too great communicating, we really work on it. But where we come from different perspectives. I come from England. I'm Greek Orthodox. He comes from Tacoma, Washington. Our entire life are completely different. So our belief system, our uh, use of language, when I say one word, it means something completely different. So how do you guys communicate in those moments where maybe you are speaking different languages? You have to take away the assumption. We all assume when someone says something, that means what it would mean to you if you would say it. Let me repeat that. When someone says something, you think it means what it would mean to you. You would And the truth is, it doesn't. Now, let me give me a quick little example of it. Now, I'm going to get to some Washington to drop them in the question box. And um, the best example is when I first met Tom, I'm Greek Orthodox. He comes to England. He comes to like meet my family. I've never introduced anyone to my dad before. And I'm so excited. Really. And so I tell him who left my dad's not. Question. Anyway, comes to meet my family. And it's chaos. If you've ever been in a Greek person's house, it is utter chaos. It's people shouting, people talking over each other. And so I'm it was just it was very like um so I'm not sure about it. So we go to me, and I'm like, oh my god, I've got my family, my family seemed to be like him, everyone was asking me a question. And the first out of his mouth guys is he turns around to me and he says, Oh my god, family's so rude. What? My family's rude. They were, you know, like everyone was just and he's like yelling at each other. Your dad asks me a question, but then doesn't you listen to the answer, cross over each other. I'm like, it's just weeks. Like, if you actually know what our culture's like, what I, at least the culture that I was brought up in, my specific family, if you know that when they, sh- when they speak over you, when they don't actually pay attention, like, that just means you're part. And that actually is their way of showing that they're comfortable about it. But if you come from a very, like, like Tom comes from Tacoma, Washington, he doesn't. He hasn't been brought up like that. He's been brought up that you call uh, your parents Mr. and Mrs. Not your parents, but other people's parents Mr. and Mrs. He's been brought up that you, you know, like all these like polite ways that the Greeks never had. So even in just one dynamic, you can imagine if we didn't communicate, if he was able to even say, oh my God, family's rude, and I'll be like, oh, no, that's, that, that's not what they need. Then you can imagine what a week, two weeks, a month, two months later, looks like of how he thinks about my family and how I think that he thinks about my family. So never assume, always ask questions. When someone says something, like when Tom says something to me, I will say, what do you mean by that word? I perceive that to mean X, Y, and Z. Is that how you intend it? Is that how you intend it? Because sometimes someone will say something that has an intention that doesn't come across. Now I'm actually just going to start answering questions because I was on a bit of a tangent there. Um, let's have a look. Okay, here we go. This question is from women. Uh, I'm not sure how I'm supposed to read that, but maybe I'll tell you what's it. Okay, I struggle with procrastination. How do you snap out of that mode? Okay, I, I have to take action. I have to take 
action. Now, what does that action look like? It could be, let's say, so I'm not sure what you're procrastinating with, but let's just say she's the one from January. I want to go to the gym and That's usually like the, the biggest uh, news resolution. Some people will procrastinate. Oh, I can't want it, but it gives me a better. You have to take your first step. What is that first step in the goal that you're trying to get to? Let's say you have to identify your goal. My goal, it isn't a mission, by the way. A goal has to be very freaking specific. My goal, and let me just actually lay out the bullet point of what a goal has to be. It should be the what, the how, and the by when. The what, how much, and by when. That is a goal. A goal isn't impact people. You want to impact one person? You want to impact 20,000? You want to impact 100 million? You want to do it in a one-year time? You want to do it in a table? Who knows? That's why I think a lot of people find it hard to get to a goal because they say, we say something and we haven't been taught. We haven't been taught how to actually execute. So over time, in having written my blog and stuff, figuring things out for myself, I realized for me, that's what a goal is. So if you want to get to your goal and you have procrastination, start writing down what that goal is in very specific that Don't just say, what does that mean? What's impact to me? So me, it means I want a woman that after she's encountered me, my videos, my content, my Instagram, whatever, to do that much more content. That's, that's very clear and succinct. I want someone to watch one piece of content of mine and me with a tickle to be able to build their content. Or, how many people have I got today? I've got 137 people on my IG live. I'm working towards my goal. Why? Because I've got 136 people. I'm answering your questions, right? So you can see how I take something and I make it freaking concrete because your procrastination, I'm going to guess, and I can only base it on how I show up, is based on security, um, potentially, um, what's the word? Uh, like the fear of the unknown. They're not having a skill set yet. Like all of that are the things that will keep me procrastinate stuff. So if I set a goal, I want to go to the gym. I want to, uh, so let's say the goal is, I want to go to the gym. Now actually get concrete. I want to go to the gym five days a week for at least an hour. And uh, I need to be consistent in it by the end of January. Right? Right? Write that down. And say, I want to get to the gym. Five days a week, consistently, uh, for an hour, and work out by the end of January, how am I going to do it? So now you lay out a car. It's like you're going on a road trip. So what you do is get in the car, right? But you have to check things. So what you're going to do right now is you're going to together. And in that time, you're going to say, okay, if I've got to the end of January, I've now got, what, 25 days, whatever they do. So I've got, like, 25 days. Tomorrow, I'm going to go buy a pair of sneakers that make me feel good about myself on what's today Thursday so that's Friday so today I'm just going to go to the gym and work out just going to sign up and every time you do this one little thing you buy sneakers just sign up it becomes this one little stepping stone of not just the credibility within yourself that you said you were going to do something with the person that was going to do it it eliminates the overwhelm it eliminates the overwhelm of thinking, oh my God, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week right out. Right? Like, you jump there. That will set you up for disaster. So it has to be small little stepping stones 
um, every single day that feel very digestible. Now, some people may just want to jump in the deep end. That's totally fine. Do your thing. I'm a deep end type of person. Um, but sometimes this structure really Hopefully that helped you. But keep going. Guys, I'm answering your questions. Let me know what I can do to help. Uh, um, that one. If you're in your own business, when an employee leaves your company, whether on good terms or bad, it can feel, I hate to say it, but it actually can feel personal, like you and you alone are the one to blame. And it actually may even trigger you to lock down your business, not open yourself up and not actually risk trying anyone else. Like you actually would your heart after a bad breakup and avoid looking for that new partner altogether. Well, let's face it, sometimes we can do that with hires as well. And trust me, guys, I've been there. I get the thought of bringing in a new stranger into your business actually fills your heart with more anxiety than it does love and joy. But when you post your jobs on LinkedIn, you can actually feel the confidence that you will find the right person for the right job fast because LinkedIn isn't actually just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion billion with a B professionals, which makes it the best place to hire because guys, it gives you access to professionals that you actually can't find anywhere else. And so LinkedIn does all that while making the process easy and intuitive, which then makes hiring with confidence easy when you have that many quality candidates. And it's so easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get qualified candidates within 24 hours. So post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash Lisa. That's linkedin.com slash Lisa to post your job for utterly free. And of course, terms and conditions always apply. As an entrepreneur, one of the biggest challenges you will face is the negative voice in your head. You know who I'm talking about? That may be not so small part of you that loudly doubts your abilities to actually pull the things off and make a living from your passion project. But you've got to overcome that negative voice in your head, homie, because I'm telling you, you can do it especially if you use Shopify. Now, Shopify is an all-in-one global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From launching your business to hitting a million dollars, Shopify has got you completely covered. And with all the built-in Magic AI award-winning customer service and the internet's best converting checkout, you have everything you need to shut down the voice of doubt and make all your amazing business dreams a reality. That's exactly why, guys, I love Shopify. So if you want to start growing your business with more customers and sales, shut that negative voice down and prove her wrong that you can do it, Shopify is here for you. So go and sign up for just $1 a month with your trial period at shopify.com slash Lisa, all lowercase. Again, guys, you can go to shopify.com slash Lisa right now to grow your business no matter where you are and what stage it's in. That's shopify.com slash Lisa. This is from Rivera. How could a stay-at-home mom impact the lives of others in a positive way? Well, first of all, I want to just applaud you for being in a stay-at-home mom. Oh my God, talk about one of the tricking hardest jobs in the universe. So I just want to make sure that I say that up front. But you're already freaking impacting people. You're literally growing the next generation. So I just want to make sure that people feel the weight. Any mothers out there feel the freaking weight of what they're doing in a beautiful way, not in a scary way. Like, I freaking applaud you. It is so damn hard to consciously, like, there's a reason why I chose not to have kids. Now, one of them isn't, you know, the difficulty, because I think if I really wanted to, I would face it. But it ain't freaking easy. So first of all, give yourself a damn credit. 
that your impact on your own fam, that's um, impressive. Okay, what are this question is how do you impact the lives of other people in a positive way? I would say let's start laying out like I did with the goal. How many are you looking to do people in your area? Are you looking to impact your neighbors? Or are you actually looking to impact that uh, poor kid that uh, may be in a rural place that has really low self-esteem and has no idea who you are, but somehow comes to content? Like, is that who you're looking to do? You and right to so look, you have to identify how many people, what type of scale you're looking at. And then the format of the scale. So this is where, um, where you get into mission. So this is where it comes into mission statements. And so just like I laid out goals, mission statements are exactly the same thing. So mission statements will have things that you need to make sure uh, you address. So your mission statement will be um, the what, so I will impact people, the why, and then the who. So who do you want to impact? Do you want to impact kids, young girls? Do you want to impact 70-year-old men? Like, who? Be very specific on the, uh, you can say demographic, but also now, guys, actually, I'm thinking more in psychographics. So psychographics is, I, for me, for instance, it isn't in the back. I really do want to impact 14-year-old girls. Like, to like freaking cool, I want to impact 14-year-old girls. But the truth is, I want to, uh, when I think in psychographics, it's not demographic, psychographics, I think of as, I actually want to impact people that struggle with confidence. And that's a psychographic. That's someone that when they go on Google, they're searching for things to help boost their confidence. So whenever, so that can be anyone from a 20 to a 70. So I actually think it's like, okay, totally. So, but that will help you uh, as you start to lay out how you're going to impact people in a positive way. You have to think about what type of person you want to impact. Then, like I said, your why. Why do you want to impact people uh, in a positive way? But in all honesty, I don't want to kind of put impact in a bucket that people think that they should or shouldn't do. It's like become a bit of a buzzword. So it's like, what is it that actually makes you want to impact? For me, it was the confidence thing. Why? Because I struggled with confidence at the age of 14. So identify that piece and then identify the how. Are you going to Because there's so many different ways. You can do it through an IG Live like I'm doing right now. You could do it through writing a book. Like I've done, you can start a YouTube channel. You can go volunteer, right? Like at your local shelter, if that's actually, you know, as a way to, to help people. So get freaking concrete. Get down into the weeds of what exactly this sentence means. Impact the lives of other people in a positive way. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. But don't let yourself get away with, with you thinking some mission statement. It isn't. It is just a statement. Now get granular. Get into your mission statement. So how are you going to do it? What medium are you going to use? Who are you going to impact? And then what, uh, what is your... If you figure out those three things, as you uh, you know start to evolve and think about what that next step is, you hopefully are really surrounding you and having a tour out there. Oh, well, well, let's get some more questions. Where are the questions, guys? Let me know if this is useful. Let me know what topic you want me to talk about. I am here for you guys. Um, All right, this question. What up? Hey, in the UK. Oh my God, that's a great name. And um, how did you overcome your limiting beliefs? I think it really was me taking off my blinders and pointing, as my husband says, he does it. Like I point all 10 fingers at me. 
point all two fingers at me. If something in my life isn't working, point all two fingers at me. And in order to do that, you have to release your limiting belief that you have on the world that as a woman, maybe I can't do something. As a Greek Orthodox, you know, female, all these things, I had to say, what is the thing that I'm looking to do? Right? Like, what, what do you want in life? Like, gee, what do you want in life? And is the way that you believe help get there, yes or no? Because there was some time, now there's a belief that I have, and then I ask myself, is this belief certain? And it just quickly ask myself the hard question. I take a mind that I don't lose my emotion. I'm like, if, that, if I put the point all fingers at me and say, yes, it is all you, and it is your belief system that's actually holding you back, then at least I can do something about it. I used to find that idea as actually something that was um, detrimental to my self-esteem. Like, oh, God, I don't tell. I really feel badly about myself. Now I'm going to feel even bad about myself. But it wasn't. Like, it was, it was like the opposite of what I thought it would be. It actually became motivated. It actually became uh, powerful to then go, what again? Be the way that I think it doesn't mean. Do I think? What are my belief systems about women? What are my belief systems about women in the work? What are my belief systems about women having children? Once I started just asking, what are my belief systems? About it, I'm like, oh, my belief system is that if, as a Greek woman, you should have kids. Okay, that's my belief system. All right, that's fair. Come from. That's actually really powerful. Where did this belief system cheek from? Where it came from? Dad used to say things when I was maybe grandmother used to say things. Okay, so they told you a story. Okay, story that you now believe. Do I want to keep believing the story? Like, I didn't beat myself up over my beliefs. It's like, do I want to keep believing? And then I would say, I said, what do I want in life? I want, I want to impact women on a global scale. I'm not satisfied and not content with just impacting one or two people. I decided, me and my husband decided we wanted to do it on a global scale. So now I know, okay, if I believe that being, uh, I need to be a stay-at-home mother because of my belief system, but and yet I want to impact people on the global scale, you know, worldwide, 100 million people. Wait, do these align? And the question is no. I'm sorry, the answer is no. My belief system of putting the family first, making sure that I have children, making sure that I procreate, isn't she what I want? Huh, so I want. Um, I get to the thing that I want because my belief system that I was told as a child is getting in my way. Okay, do I want to hold on to this belief system or do I want to change it? And that was literally how I took something that I believe, addressed it, called myself on it. That's the key. You've got to call yourself on your belief system. You kind of think that it's natural. Of course, everyone believes. No, they don't. No, they don't. Not everyone believes what you believe. And so, and I can squeak something. I'm sorry, guys. I get That's when I get really excited. And um, so, everyone doesn't believe what you believe. Start to think about why you believe what you believe and where it came from. Hopefully, that was useful. That was a lot of word beliefs in one sentence. Um. Okay. I love these questions, guys. All right, this is coming from authentically. Uh, and how do you push through fear when you want to put yourself out there and help others? Okay, yeah, I love this question. It all comes to what's more important to you, your ego or your gut? The fear comes from ego. Now, hey, I've had it many times, so I can actually say this with like strength. Your, the fear is, oh my God, what if I fail? Oh my God, what if I fall in my face? Oh my God, what if people see me fail and mess up and do all this? 
I don't want that. Like, that's ego. Ego saying, don't want to feel badly about this. Okay, it's not to protect you, I get it. Like, the ego is we get to help. But then you have the goal of helping us. So now I'm young. Let's take public speaking because I had to key do this. I want to help women on a global scale. Already said it, and I got offered to go on stage, public speaking, kind of a bunch of women. And I said, "No, come on stage to you, joke. It is bigger. It's like a bigger fear." And so I was like, "Why would I ever want to do that? Like, why would I ever want to do something?" No, thank you. And my lovely husband just called me on it. He's like, hey, you told me what your mission is. You told me what you wanted to do. And I'm here to just show you where your concept is what you mean. And he said, well, you said you want to help women. Well, I do. They said, do you, what, you said you want to help women, like, to the extreme. Well, I do. <laughs> and he's like, but then you just said no to going on stage. And that's an opportunity to women. Oh, damn it. Like, the, tr- the funny thing is, he was right. He was absolutely right. I didn't want to get on stage because I was so fearful, but that was the only game my mission. So now you just got to ask yourself. And here's the thing. I'm not even uh, presenting the question as there's a right or wrong. I'm not here to you. I'm not here to say you should overcome your fear and the ego aside, you know, uh, you, uh, you know, your goal is more important than your ego. That's not for me to say. I'm not with you by yourself when you're alone at night with your thoughts in your head. So how do you feel when you're by yourself? How do you feel about yourself when you are by yourself? I can't tell you. So if, it, if you feel better about yourself by, uh, you know, pushing the fear away and not doing it, go for it. I just don't believe, I don't personally believe it's going to be good for you long term. Because long term fear becomes then something that you repeat to yourself and it becomes a negative story. So I don't believe Fear should hold you back, but I'm not here to judge you. But if you don't, if you want to overcome the fear, if you actually want to overcome the fear, you have to first ask yourself and tell yourself, actually, that your goal is more and your mission is more important than the fear. So every time you do this stepping stone, stepping into the thing that you're fearful of, you have a reason of why you keep doing it. Because the thing that, like, when people go to the gym and they run on a treadmill, they want to lose weight, it's so, like, fleeting. It's like, I want to lose 10 pounds. It's but it's not in mode. It's not something that's going to stay with you. But something of impacting others may stay with you. And then it becomes a stepping stone of you. Once the cock, enjoy the oh god, because, oh my god. So like God on stage, I was petrified. But then the first time someone came up to me about me going on stage and saying, Oh my god, you really impacted me, I was like, bro, okay, yes, ego, I hear you, but I ain't gonna I ain't gonna like succumb to you. So just make sure you don't succumb. And then if you want actually to go, because I'm also very, very difficult, like hair, wardrobe, motivation, you should get my book. I literally, I find it very hard to promote my book. Like, it is not literally in me to push holes on things. But like, I want the book to give tactics, to give two tactics of how you can build your confidence when you have this. For me, just to sit here in a few minutes is, like I understand that actually won't do work long term. So um so close uh also you can sign up for my new day. If you guys want to sign up for my newsletter, go over to my um link tree because in my newsletter, this is what I'm doing. Once a week I'm gonna send an email with just such great tactical advice on something you can take immediately and then use in your um uh. all right and this has one more question.
Okay, so it's the happy her. She said, I started wearing makeup again and felt confident as it was like my warrior, uh, my warrior paint, if that makes sense. Thousand percent. Why do you think I have my hair like this? Why do you think I put on my job squad? Like, the second I'm off camera, guys, and I'm done with like interviews, I can call my jewelry up, my hair up. Why? Because I do this to build my confidence. Come in front of you guys and do this and just then fly thinking stuff. It takes the confidence, right? It takes like having to have the ability or the confidence to, and in moments where you may mess up, you may forget. No, there's nothing I can do about it. So how do I keep coming on these lives time and time and time again? Now, look, I have got confidence I've built. So now I don't have to do anything much. I still need, I still use my jewelry. I still use like my jewelry as like putting on my Wonder Woman cups and like I like to do this. My makeup for sure. Um, and then my hair. So I, I totally understand. And I think that's important to identify you guys to identify what that is for you. It may be close, maybe something else, music, great. Like, you want to talk about, like, rev up before I go on stage. I'm sure we've got footage somewhere. Before I go on stage, go on stage, but I don't care who's around. I'll put my headset in and I'll find a song in that moment that's getting freaking, like, um, it's probably usually Destiny's Child, um, uh, Survivor, Survivor or, uh, Seeds Unstoppable that we all loved recently. But, I just put it on and I start like as if I'm like in the rain, right? Like I'm getting myself all revved up. Now, here's the thing Tom is a complete opposite. We literally had a gig where he was going first and I was going second and we were doing a speaking gig and he's sitting there. I don't know. They have his legs crossed. I think he's sitting in the corner and has his legs up and he's just one. And he's them. And then you cut to me. No joke. I'm like, she's doing jumping, not jumping jacks. I'm like doing this. I know that tomorrow, now listen to the song. That's my way of getting myself motivated. My husband's way of getting himself motivated is to be calm. So, what is that thing for you? Why a bunch of stuff? Try doing your hand punch. Why wearing crazy jewelry? Try wearing a crazy outfit. Why listening to music and, you know, doing the air jab while you're by yourself in the corner? Why a bunch of stuff? Then you're going to start to see what helps you build your habits. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. It's a great question. I love this question. Um, how to start a YouTube channel and not seek validation outside of oneself for the same? That's a great question because I I work on this daily. I haven't solved it. And there's a fine line with how we talk about things like this. Because people in social media, people, Want to say, like, who tell more other people things? Well, you look, sometimes I made your post like that because it, like, emotion and it's, you know, you only got three seconds to really, like, in someone or not, in way. But the truth is, I do care what people think. Like, I actually care. And I actually think it's a superpower. And I think it's important to make sure that you're listening to your community. Like, if you just, like, I don't care what people think, I'm just going to do me. Well, if you want to start a YouTube channel, you better care what people think. Those are you better care what people think. No one watches your videos because they don't like them. When you have a YouTube channel, if you're looking to monetize, you definitely can't monetize. So you better care what people think. And if you're looking to impact, you better care what people think. If I don't care what they think, 
fine. Don't care what you guys are struggling with, right? Like that what I started to do IG lives more often. That's why I'm like really making sure I'm getting you want to know what you guys are struggling with. So if you're starting a new YouTube channel, it doesn't listen have to be like an idiot, but whatever. Free opening box, gift box, I don't whatever these kids do these days. But know why people are watching it and then care about you don't care, no one else to I actually care about helping you build that confidence. So when I do an interview, I look, I see the views, and I said video tank, I ask myself why. I can't help the little sting, but here's the thing. I don't let the sting or the emotion uh, get in my way from making another video. So don't let a failure get in your way of making another video and posting. But do care. What your audience thinks of your content. Now, when I say that, I mean you have to have a fine line. That's why I said there's a little complex. You have to find, have a fine line of what is almost like a relationship. What's negotiable and what's non-negotiable. Here's an example. My goal is to impact them. I said that a thousand times on, uh, on the slide. I started a YouTube channel. One of my videos, I start reading the comments. And one of the women is, Lisa, I couldn't watch this video. I love the content. I love what the guests were saying. I just couldn't watch this anymore because of your pink leg rumors. So let's just back up. My goal is to impact women. A woman stopped watching my video because she hated my pink leg warmers. All right. Now you can imagine someone that wants to be validated. Someone cares about what other people think. You, for a split second, I was like, maybe I don't want the pink leg warmers. Oh, what's that? You go. Did you guys do that? I'm all right, sorry to do that. Um, so I want that video. Um, okay, so yes, so this this person turns around. Well, here I am. I could get validated. Oh, but forever. So I, I love that. I could get some validation by going, oh, you want to do This woman will start to like you again. Your videos made you better because people. Find it um, either unsettling or they love it, my style. Like, literally, people either love it or they find it unsettling. But then I'll say, I show up every day to do the show to empower women to build confidence and be themselves. How can I do that if I'm not myself? So here's the validation part, right? And I want to get validated by this woman that literally unsubscribed because she didn't like my left woman. But I have to validate myself and I have to build my confidence myself. How can I teach that if I don't do it? So that's how I worked through it. So I said, okay, Lisa, pink leg warmers forever. And so I just replied. And I was very tall. And I said, look, I get that I'm not for everybody. But to be honest, I'm here to empower women so that they can be themselves, whatever that means. Like, whatever that means. And I just replied in a very polite way, like I just told you guys. I just said to them, um, you know, I, I really want to empower you. I'm sad that you can't watch it because of my pink leg warmers, but I need to make sure that you know that I, I will keep wearing the pink leg warmers because I need to be authentic to myself so that I can power others to be authentic to them. So the validation piece isn't my screw them. It's you have to work through it. You have to work through it all the time. Now, some people choose to never look at comments. Cool, I get that. That's for them. But for me, I saw that as actually letting go of a, a certain piece of the special puzzle in order to build my YouTube album. So that's my advice. Listen to people. Don't cross your own boundaries, even if someone else is saying something, and then something fails. Just identify why 
and then see if you can improve it the next time. Sometimes you're going to hit, sometimes you're going to miss. That's just the game. And just know that has to be a wink and a repeat of the process of identifying what worked wrong, having a hypothesis, what can I do instead, putting it out into wink and repeat, wink and All right, peeps. That's all I've got time for today. Hopefully that was super helpful. I'm trying to read your comments as I'm answering, but I get a little distracted. Um, you can't help you not expect or likes. Um, yeah, I mean, that's fantastic. I think that just really uh, making sure like you're very clear on your why and knowing whether you're doing that and then having a more start to keep going. And so that will help me. It helps you to do that. But I have changed my mission statement. You can see it on my YouTube channel at the top. It says, uh, build your confidence one badass at a time. My mission statement for Instagram is build your confidence one badass post at a time. And so I have, I'm really building my clarity of what I'm trying to do, why I show up every day and keep pushing. And so I really hope, uh, I just want to thank you guys for showing up. Obviously, this is a two-way street and I couldn't do this without you guys. So hopefully this has been helpful. Really appreciate you guys. And then please share my, share my Instagram with any of your friends if you think that they could help or benefit from it. Uh, you know, if your podcast is the current podcast um, on Spotify or Apple or Amazon, um, and then on YouTube, if you're a visual person, I personally love my beautiful set, and um, so you can go watch those interviews over the guys. But thank you again, super, uh, um, you know, uh, honored to be here with you guys, and let's get 2024 off with a wicked bang, and let's continue that bang and that fire. Only gets more roaring, doesn't dissipate. That's why you're here. We're going to turn this fire that was created today into a roaring wrong fire for the rest of the year no more freaking dissipating that fire guys no more fizzling the fire out we're going to crush this year we're going to crush it together bring your homies bring your gals bring your mates let's freaking go all right with that i think you can do later people